Welcome everybody to Too Legit to Crit, a tabletop role-playing podcast hosted by two guys who, if we were to license our intellectual property to Tencent, we would get literally 10 cents. I don't even think we'd get that much. <laughs> we'd probably, Stop. We'd, we'd have to pay them. <laughs> Stop undervaluing yourself, Justin. I'd pay 10 cents for you. You said I was undervaluing myself. Maybe you offset me, so we have to pay them. I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, you know, I'm out of this uh, operation. I, I like to think I'm the brains and you're the sex appeal. Oh, we're fucked. <laughs> Couch, Couch says he'll give us 2p. No, <laughs> uh, I'm considering I it. I don't think you could buy a penny sweet for that anymore. <laughs> Penny sweets are they still a thing? They like well, I mean they they just call it pick and mix now. It's not penny sweets anymore, but because they, they don't cost a penny. But I think even they're like five p each now, something like that. Oh yeah, it's 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 abuse. Well, it's not as bad as Freddo's. <laughs> not as bad as what? Freddo's. Uh, do you oh, remember yeah, the, the little chocolatey frog thing? Yeah, that's the measurement of the UK yeah. economy. Is Freddo's, they're, isn't it? They're like fifty p now. I mean, I was in another country when they were cheap. They used to be 10p. 10. And I'm assuming kids just got absolutely hopped up on fucking chocolate at 10p a pop. I remember, I remember when, I was, when I was in school, at school in the UK, there was a, a shop nearby the school. And mm. that's where we always used to take some of our pocket money and buy sweets. And I remember there was one kid one day who had... Like a like five pounds, and oh, he bought five pounds oh, worth of sweets, and yeah. it was like he he became instant fucking royalty because he oh, was yeah. no longer whatever his name was. He was like he was the kid who spent five yes. pounds on sweets. Yeah, man, definitely, definitely. Guaranteed, <laughs> his parents fucked him over when he got home, but who cares? He became oh. a legend. Yep. It, well, I mean, he was a rogue. Like, he was a rogue. He was, right? he was it, you know. Way to bring it back to tabletop role-playing games, I mean. I'm a professional. <laughs> you are indeed, you are indeed. So, speaking of the games we play, have you do any, done anything in the Tataripaga space over the past I, week? I have not, because I have been very, very busy, and I've missed all of our games, which you well know. Um... But I have been doing some fun thought experiments, which we're going to go through in a little bit. <laughs> okay, I like the fun thought experiments. I do, I do. So as for me, we played... I uh, couldn't play on on Wednesday because of the mm. voice issue. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I could play on the Thursday. We played some Fabula Ultima, which mm. sadly you were there. Although, thanks to your absence, I came up with the greatest joke ever. So, thank you for that. Do I want to well, know? <laughs> yeah, in your chair, basically, the pinboard that we've got for for Delta Green. We've just basically put in your chair. So, that's what we've, we've been referring to the board as Justin. And at one point, I went, Justin looks a bit bored. Wow. And it was it was as glorious as that. It was amazing. Wow. Well, I'm glad I could inspire that horrendous joke. 
I, I um, dude, it was <laughs> it was everything you'd ever want in a joke. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was you know it, it was t- top board. So Couch is just put in the chat that he bought five pick and mix, um, and it came to fifty five p. Jesus, eleven fucking p a sweet. That's insane. I was I was thinking like five p a sweet. That's insane. Just as oh, looking a bit the, blue. Yeah, because it is a blue. It's a blue board. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Was, I'm, well, I'm glad I could uh, provide you with some entertainment in my absence. You did. Oh, you yeah. did. Um, then on Saturday, I got to talk to our friends over at Crossing the Nerdverse. Yes. Um, obviously, you were doing dad duties, so you weren't was, able to join yeah. us. But no. you know, I will keep you updated with. Yeah, you give with, me some updates, and I, I, I hate you, you very update. much. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I hate you very much. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. We we debate. I mean, we may as well share some of the pictures, but. Yeah, Justin's character looks like Winnie the Pooh. Yes. Um, I knew that's what he always wanted, so I provided. And, uh-huh. you know, any objections? <laughs> looks like, <laughs> looks like my first character's going to die. <laughs> but it's you, your character's going to die anyway. I know. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh. What else? Oh, and yesterday I played, uh, went back to the homebrew. A bit of a filler session where it's just a bit of travel, a bit of combat, which, you know, it has to happen every now and again. Yeah. But that is yeah. nearly on the last leg now. And I'll be wrapping that up in the next couple of months, I do believe. Nice. But yeah, That'll that is my Tataripaga news. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Sounds like you had quite the week. I did, I did. And we've got quite the week ahead of us. We do, which I'm very looking forward to. Yeah, because on Sunday we are going to be recording once again another yes. couple of episodes of the Crit List. This time with our yes. good friend Stefan, who's mm. going to bring uh, Coven and Crucible, and I can't wait. Yeah, see, and with that in mind, it's what kind of led me to this thought experiment that I wanted to bring up: building myself as a character in game, but with like accurate stats for me. Yeah. Now it's always tricky, right? Because like, you you don't want to be like, Oh yeah, I'm just 20 across the board because that's bullshit. Right. Like it just is. But like, there's so many little things that like, you don't think about, um, like, you know, when it comes to like dexteria, I would not class myself as a dexterous human being. However, I, I, would, did perform magic. I, <laughs> I would did perform magic for a living, hand. right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to other shit, like I walk into walls. <laughs> so it's, it's always really tricky to quantify. But then you gave me a great idea. Stop trying to do it in like a fantasy setting and do it in something based more in reality-ish. <laughs> so we had the idea yeah. of building ourselves in Delta Green. Yeah, I mean, because the problem is when you start looking at stats in in something like D&D or Pathfinder, Mm -hmm. the average person in those systems is 10 or less. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, to actually have any stats worthwhile is going to be, you know, superhuman. (laughs) Yeah. Whereas, I mean, Delta Green, don't get me wrong, neither of us are getting 18 on fucking anything. 
but it does give it's a bit more of a realistic base. Yeah. So we are actually going to build characters. We're going to build ourselves build in Delta Green. Yeah. Um, obviously, for privacy purposes, some creative liberties will be taken. Yes. And for some uh, legal reasons, uh, things will be not said, because I legally can't say what I do for a living. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm not going to. I'm going to just... I do too legit to create for a living. It's true. He does. That's that, he does that's a, the he does a lot. He does a lot. That that's my second job, the one that doesn't pay. <laughs> the one that pays nothing. The one that pays in the one that pays in good vibes, to be fair. The, the one that pays in exposure. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yep. I mean, until this <laughs> happened, the only other type of exposure I would would ever be likely to get would involve a trench coat and a park. Uh yes. Yeah. Uh, or like the people that we used to see at work when we worked in the clubs there was a lot of exposure there there was plenty of exposure there, there. was plenty of exposure exposure explosion explosion <laughs> is that like exploding exposure where the clothes just yeah, like that, fly that's off just like, yeah that's just when exposure goes everywhere again back to the club days yeah <laughs> You know, um, yeah, cause, oh, dude, we had some wild, wild things happen when we, well, I mean, I definitely did, especially like hen parties and stag do's, they were the worst. I mean, we didn't do, we didn't do many stag do's, um, hen parties, we did a fair few, but it was yeah. always the, like the end of the night, um, the last minute ditch for somebody to hook up. Um, yep. things would happen and yep, it'd be yep, a case yep. of so he had his fingers in where <laughs> sort of like and um, yeah and, and then people were surprised why am I getting barred well yeah. well funny you ask <laughs> funny funny you ask there are two reasons why uh, right, moving on swiftly. Moving, <laughs> before, yeah, definitely moving on because that is another before podcast. Our, before all our channels get deleted, um, so we're going to build ourselves in Delta Green. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in terms of uh, the liberties that we are taking for creative rights, uh, my character's name is Justin Still um, because I like the idea of his name on documents and such being Still, comma Justin. Yeah, that's fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm just gonna, you know, people know my name at this point, but yeah, <laughs> you know, I am going to use my, my Nick. I'm going to use my social media name though, which is natural <laughs> Juan. Juan comma All natural. Right. Juan comma natural. All right. Okay. So prof- profession. Profession. What are, what are you going to, are you going to be boring and just put confidential? Or are you going to come up with something? <laughs> fun i mean technically uh, my person is confidential yeah but it's a delta green thing so you're going to use kind of like a delta green um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like within the the narrative of delta green don't we so yeah true 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 so i've got my uh i've got my pdf up on this up on the screen for listeners to have a look at um for while i build this out yeah um, i should have done mine i should have got mine set up in obs and i didn't it's fine so, I mean, yeah, profession. I mean, I, okay. I could put like my profession as waffler. <laughs> yeah, we're both wafflers. We are both wafflers. We are both of the highest wafflers. order. 
Waffler of the highest order. So do you think that's, do you think that's what we should call our listeners? You know, because I mean, every <laughs> every important podcast is, you know, I like think, the critical <laughs> role is the critters and. So would that make our community the Waffle House? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I said it and immediately regretted it. That was terrible. I'm sorry. You said it because you knew I'd go fucking yes. But isn't did, Waffle House a fucking brand that we won't be it able is. to use? Okay, what about like a waffle stack? So it's like a pancake stack, but for waffles. Mm. Uh, okay, we'll get we'll come back to that we'll, right now. We'll we've figure got, that out. Yeah, we'll figure yeah. it out. I don't know why I've gone into the handlers, guys. Um so we need to go down the whole stats route. Right. Okay. So we get, are we doing profession after stats or are we doing profession first? I mean, I, I've put Waffler as my profession. <laughs> oh, you put Waffler as your profession? I have, yeah. Um, okay. I'll, it, I'll come back to it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to put Waffler as well because, you know, we're both Wafflers well, on well, this. Yeah, we are. That is what we do. What my we- employer is too legit to crit. Mine is confidential. My nationality is Espanol. Mine is South African because that's what I am. Actually, my no, I'm going to put Waffler in education and occupational history. Fair. And I'm going to actually use a Delta Green profession, which will be. Is an agent name occupational history? All right, I'm trying to find choose a profession. There we go. Anthropology, computer scientist, Fed, scientist, special op. I mean, I feel in in the actual um, agent's handbook there are some more applicable ones, but I'm going to put social media, not podcast. <laughs> Podcaster, fuck it. There you go. Are you building my character in your campaign? <laughs> all right, I'm a podcaster. <laughs> okay, so all right, let's go. Let's go on to stats. Let's let's talk yeah. strength. What strength. would you give yourself for strength? <clears throat> See, I, I would say that I'm stronger than the average person, but I wouldn't say I'm strong. Right, like anybody who works out is going to be stronger than me. But just from years of like playing rugby and and stuff like that, I am just naturally a little bit stronger than the average person my age and size. Um, so like, what would be? Because you you know Delta Green a lot better than me. So your average human being, what would their strength be? I mean, I think it's still kind of borders on like the average being ten sort of 10. thing. Um, maybe even lower, but in, it doesn't like going higher does not necessarily it doesn't make mean it, yeah superhuman. Human. It's just you're, you yeah. you go to the gym, right? So uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, maybe like like an eleven or a twelve, I guess. I mean, that sounds. I mean, that sounds. Obviously, there is going to be a bit of suspension of disbelief, but yeah, yeah eleven sounds so. sounds reasonable yeah. to me. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with eleven. Yeah, eleven sounds good. Um, yeah, I think I'd be less for strength. I, I don't see how you would be less. You go yeah, to the I gym think... how often? Well, lately, fuck all. But yeah, I used to have, you know, but not long ago I went three times a week. But exactly, there's no way that you are below average. I don't know. Or all average. Right, okay. 
right, so I, I would say you're at least me or stronger. All right, so <laughs> okay, just based on that empirical evidence of yeah. I do more exercise than you, we'll yeah. say twelve. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. I, I like Couch. Couch is saying that he'd give himself a sixteen um, because this is a true story. Um, when we used to work together at an electrical retailer, when he got angry at me, he would throw washing machines at me. Not tumble dryers, the light ones. He would throw washing machines, the ones with the big concrete slabs in them. So I'd be happy to give you a 16, maybe even more, if I'm honest. Fair enough. <laughs> like, those things are heavy. <laughs> um, right. right. Constitution. Constitution. All right, what do you think? I don't think I've got a very strong constitution anymore. See, I this I think I do. I think the like the exercise I I eat mm. I eat healthy-ish. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not my body isn't exactly a fucking temple. It's more like a roadside inn. But I do I do try and like look after myself, especially since turning 40. It's like I'm going to die soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I think I, I used to think I had a really like I, I would be good with a you know a decent constitution, but I think in recent times I've had so many injuries over the years. Like my thumbs, I've broken this one eight, this one ten. Um, like stuff like I've got so many like weak points in my body now. I think I'd have to go probably a little bit below average, so maybe like an eight or a nine. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be bold. Like I'm gonna eight. give myself. I think constitution, I think probably a 13 or a 14. Mm. I got 13. Yeah. I think 14's taking the piss. <laughs> right, dexterity. Now, I don't see myself as, as very dexterous. I've got dexterous hands, that's about it. I don't even have that. I've got zero dexterity. I've got zero. I've got so, <laughs> such poor fucking body cons, um, coordination. Like, yeah, no, I'm gonna go eight for me. See, I, I don't know what to because, like, that's the thing the rest of my body is not very dexterous at all. I just have very dexterous hands. <laughs> so, like, my hands are like an 18, the rest of me is like a two. <laughs> oh, okay, so let's split the difference and we'll call it 14. <laughs> yeah, because the middle of 18 and two is 14. <laughs> Well, we know where I'm going to land on, this, on the intelligence scale. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we figured that one out. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, I'll go with you on that one, 14. I think maybe I'm being too critical of myself. I do. I yeah, do, 14. I'll give you a 14. I do do that. But right, intelligence. Um, intelligence. Okay, despite the ridiculous one I did. <laughs> Next. <laughs> uh, I do, to be fair, I do consider myself quite intelligent. Mm. I, I'd agree. You're quite an intelligent guy. I think probably that's one of my that would be one of my two highest stats. I yeah. already know what my my highest are. I think intelligence is one of them. So yeah, I'll go. I'll give you that fifteen. I'll give you sixteen. Ooh, I'll give you aren't sixteen. You aren't you generous? Just because I want you to give me a high score too. <laughs> but I mean, like again, right? I think yeah. When it comes to intelligence, I. I feel like I am quite an intelligent person. Yeah. Um, 
So I, yeah, it's just, again, it's really hard on something that you know, you are quite good at to give yourself a score because then you're like, you don't want to seem like you're just being like big headed, but I'm an 18 in that one. Uh, Definitely most intelligent. I'd I'd pin you as intelligent. I'd pin you as intelligent. So what, what score would you give me? That's the important question. Cause I don't want to give myself a score. I think to avoid any sort of arguments, I'd give you a 16 as well. I'll take it. I'll take it. You know, just because then we're going to kind of get into a, who's more intelligent, you or me? Um, <laughs> you know, so I think I think if you give me a 16, I think it would only... I don't That's see myself as... I, I don't, yeah, I don't see myself as, mass, as more intelligent than you, so I think it would be would be reasonable. I, I'd agree with that. I think, like, we, we both have areas where we're more intelligent than the other one and yeah. vice versa, right? Like, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. Okay, right, so... Power. Power, so that's willpower. Well, I think we both have a pretty good willpower, though, because like we both quit a lot of like vices that, especially like in this country, is it, it's so baked into the culture here, like to go out drinking yeah. and stuff like that. For us to not do that, um, I think shows tremendous willpower. Um, yeah, and, and I quit smoking as well. I don't know if you yeah. ever smoked. Uh, no, not really. I, only when I was drunk. So I guess by quitting drinking, I've quit smoking as well. <laughs> All right. So I'm I'm 14. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm good with that. 14. I'm both. Charisma. 18. 18s across yeah. the board. I do find my, I do figure I'm quite charismatic. <laughs> I mean, like, let's be honest, right? We, uh, oh, hang on. We're getting an error on YouTube right now. Uh, it could be my internet, though. If somebody in chat could let me know if it's still going strong, because I have got errors. Okay. I mean, I'm watching, I've got the YouTube feed open, mm. and I've literally just seen you turn around and mouth, I'm getting an error on YouTube now. Okay, fair enough. Well, okay, so, it's back. It's, it's so we're good now. So, that um, was so it does a seem to be. Thing. Cool. Yeah, well, moving on. Be, so, 18 on Charisma, yeah? Yeah, I think so. All right. Okay. So, I mean, obviously, we do. We can do the deriv- um, derived attributes. Um, so, let me have a look. Okay. Because yeah, hit points is average of strength and com. So, add them together, divide by two. Okay, so yeah, 25, so 25 divided by 2, so that'd be 12. Uh, so mine's 19 divided by 2. <laughs> <laughs> Is, uh, it's rounded up as well, right? So it's 10. I rounded, I rounded down. It tells you to round um, up in the, in the need to it? know. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. So 13 hit points, I'm invincible. Yeah, so I've got 10. <laughs> That seems about right. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That seems about right. So willpower is just equal to your power. Okay, so yep, 14 on that one. So yeah, 14. Sanity points, the important one, uh, equals a power times five. Okay, so that would be 70. Hmm. We're All pretty right. sane guys. And the breaking point. Breaking point is equal to sanity minus power. Okay, so that would be 56 for me. 
that would be the same for me because we had the same sanity and power. Yeah. All right. So are we are we going to go go into a couple of skills? Now sure. let's, we, we can ignore the profession skills and just kind yeah, of yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. What would we be good at? Like what sort of? How much would we have? I think accounting. I'd have to give myself at least a thirty. Yeah, see, I, I would have to give myself a pretty decent accounting score as well because I was raised by a bookkeeper. So I, I've been using I've been using accounting software since I was like fifteen. <laughs> so I'm putting yeah, I'll put yeah, I'll put I'm I'm putting thirty in accounting and bureaucracy. I'm, I'm gonna put forty for my accounting. Uh, I think we. I think we're both going to be pretty high in computer science. Yeah, well, I mean, I I studied it at uni, so yeah. All right. What's, what's, the, what's the highest we can go? <laughs> and the highest you can get, the highest you can reach in character creation is eighty. But an eighty 80? would be someone who has dedicated their entire life and got multiple masters. <laughs> oh, sorry, Doctor Still. I've been doing it since I was ten. <laughs> It's a long time. No, we'll put like a, we'll put like a, I don't know, like a 60. All right. Um, the rest of them are really, I mean, I'm not going to put anything in melee weapons and shit because no. I'm going to put, I'm going to put something in drive because I've been driving a long time. I'm going to put zero in drive. I'm, I'm going to um, put my drive up to like 50. Fair enough. Uh, what else? I mean, humans, are, I'm good. At, um Yeah. I think that's something we're both pretty good at. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put forty. Uh, persuade fifty. <laughs> Eighty. <laughs> literally my job for twenty years. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think I mean that's reasonable. I'm not really. There's not really much more that's applicable to me. Mm, yeah, I, I I I think same for me really. Um. Yeah, you're gonna add some foreign languages. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's actually true. I got two foreign languages to add. So do I. Uh, so Spanish and Catalan. Oh, should I say Castellano? <laughs> I'm just gonna put off Constantly because that's what we speak. Fair enough. Um. <laughs> One of the many languages that we have. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put zero in search because I can never fucking find anything. <laughs> I'm one of those people that just kind of goes, "Where's my phone?" As I'm holding my phone. See, I'm really good at finding stuff for other people, but I lose my own shit. Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. Because like um, you'll be like, "Where's my phone?" I'll be like, it's, "It's over there." You put it on the side like two hours ago, and then you went and did this and did that, so it's over there. But then, like, I'm like, while I'm doing that, I'm like, but now the question is, where the fuck are my keys? Uh, <laughs> I've put my, I've put myself a forty in navigate because I'm quite good at finding bearings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. Um, occult. I've watched a lot of Supernatural, so I feel like my occult's pretty good. Hundred. <laughs> We've watched one hundred and fifty. <laughs> I've watched Supernatural and Lucifer. Oh, wait, I've got about Lucifer. 190. 
<laughs> I reckon we, we could probably realistically we could probably put that to sixty. Um, yeah, I, I reckon so. Although, yeah. although we are being very generous in this, but yeah, of course we are. <laughs> All right. So, how about what else we got? Mm. I think I'm good with that. I think that that's it. That's a solid character. I'm going to put 30 in swim because I'm quite good. Oh swim. yeah, actually, yeah. I I didn't even realize swim was a skill. I'm mm-hmm. going to put 30 in there as well because I'm also a pretty strong swimmer. All right, but yep. I wouldn't compete with anybody who actually swims a lot. All right, so who would let's say we get three bonds each? Who would your bonds be? Oh, see, again, I again, reckon we're not using real people. Oh well, well maybe we are. Re- we're not using people we actually know. Well, that's the thing. I probably can because I think at least two or three of my bonds would be people we've talked about on the show. One of them would be you. No, I think the I think another one would be Couch. I've known him for eons, and then the third one. I mean, there's there's quite a few for the third one to be. So I was thinking more along the lines of let's just go batshit insane with it. I mean, we could do that. I'm down for that. You know, because. <laughs> In that yeah, case, no. Ryan Reynolds. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. There we go. That's in there. Uh, who else? <laughs> uh, Jeremy Crawford. <laughs> We're besties. <laughs> well, because he keeps on like shooting down rules that he made. <laughs> Here's a rule I wrote. It's wrong, but you wrote it. Yeah, but it's wrong. Yeah, what? he he values my opinion on D and D. You actually have control of his Twitter account. That's why he keeps saying the rules are wrong. It's actually just you. No, no, no the rules you are know, wrong. Don't play Pathfinder. You know the whole OGL thing? That was me. That was, was behind you. the whole thing. All you, yeah, yeah. You orchestrated like, the whole thing. You know, I was on the phone to the Pinkertons to go get a magic card and everything. It was crazy. <laughs> It's like, yeah, we'd. It's, dude, it's a playing card. I don't give a fuck. I want it back. Send the pink and damn it, and release the hounds. Oh, you're starting to sound like Mr. Burns. I mean, that and Wizards of the Coast. Accurate. 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 Right. Anyway, I've got Ryan Reynolds. You've got Jeremy. Uh, Right. Who's going to be my second one? So we've got Ryan Reynolds. I'm going to go with. You know what, Tom Holland. I reckon Tom Holland would be really, really fun. Oh. Fair enough. I'm um, just trying to think of my... My keyboard doesn't like me hitting space bar, apparently. There we go. That was weird. But yeah, Tom Holland is going to be my second one. Uh... Oh, good. I've got Deadpool and Spider-Man. Who you got? <laughs> Deadpool and Spider-Man. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to go ahead and say Ted Danson. <laughs> I got Sanford and Cheers, damn it. <laughs> well, I'm going to go one better. 
I'm actually going to take oh. a character from a TV show, not the actor himself. And I'm going to take, no, I'm taking Al Bundy <laughs> from Married with Children. Because he's a Fair fun enough. guy. Because he's hilarious. He's basically us on TV in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are some videos floating around where it's like, holy shit. Like, how did they get away with that? Yeah, I just, yeah, it's like, whoa. I think one uh, of my favorites, though, was uh, the scene where, like, his wife comes home and she's like, did you miss me? And he's like, with every bullet so far. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's all my right, Okay, so, all right. So you've got a character. I, I, mm, yeah, it's hard to pick a character. Right. It is. It's difficult. No, it's not. It's fucking easy. Crowley, motherfucker. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm so upset with myself. I'm so upset with myself. You opened the door for characters, man. I did. I could have said I Mark Shepard. Oh, no. You could have. No, Crowley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, Crowley. Yeah. No, fair, 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 fair. All right. So those are our bonds. Those are our, those are our Delta in character sheets. Oh. And these guys do not have any survivability whatsoever. <laughs> Oh, we're toast. We, we are toast the minute anything happens. But that's real. We would be. You and me are not equipped to deal with that shit. I just <laughs> love the fact that my that the sanity is so fucking high that like the weirdest shit is going to happen, and we're just going to be there, kind of going. Um, yeah, all right. I, I think to be fair though, that accurately reflects having worked in like retail and nightclubs because we are so used to crazy shit happening. Which like yeah, I'm just going to carry on working. I do not get paid enough for that shit. Yeah, it's like it's um, that one character that you told us about that like he was just so dumb he didn't realize stuff was not normal. He's like, that's a weird dog. It's like, no, no, that's <laughs> a hellhound. <laughs> like, that's us. <laughs> we're just so yeah. indifferent that we're like, yeah, we don't even notice the tentacles coming out of the wall. <laughs> yeah, that, that dog's got like, you know, three heads. Yeah. Hey. Mortar stroke. More heads for scratches, exactly. More heads for scratches. <laughs> uh, Couch has also put in the chat that he's watched Japanese supernatural dramas, so he's going to push his occult to 200. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, you know, but but let, to be honest, Couch himself is superhuman at this point. True, it is true. That's an you know, so I, I, I don't think it's fair. I mean, you know. We're rolling with Superman. That's it, you know. <laughs> oh, but yeah, uh, no, that was fun. I enjoyed that. Building yeah, ourselves I mean, was fun. I think next time we should pick another system and do it. Yeah, definitely. That was fun. I enjoyed it. Well, and I think as well, like, I'm going to use, like, when, when my character in your Delta Green campaign dies, I'm bringing in me. Like, I'm coming. Uh, I'm coming. So, so you're just gonna bring in a like another backup character because this oh, one I'm will like immediately afterwards. Yes, this one is I'm well aware as well that the minute I show up with that character, you're gonna gun for him as well because you want to kill me for real. Hey, hey, what the Eldritch horrors do? <laughs> nothing to do with me. I am merely a instrument a of their, for their will. Yep, I am. You're a you conduit know. for their will. You know, once the king in yellow starts, what can I say? I just roll the dice and watch you suffer. Yes. 
Oh, I well, can't wait to play Dollar Green again. <laughs> now that we've got that out the way, and we've yeah. got our lovely characters, should we head on over to the notice board and see if there's anything there? We can. Yeah, we can take a look at the notice board. Um, all right, who is going first? Well, we, we roll for that. You know this. I know we do. So let me I just have dice today. I've, I've got dice as well. Um, I have and I'm going to be using, one. see if it, I got a red one. Mine's blue and purple, so I win. Okay, fair enough. All right. I'm rolling. That's it. That, that ain't a, great, my dude. Is that a seven? That's a seven. <laughs> is that a three? That That is a three. As a three, so that is par for the course then. On on Justin rolling, all right. Oh, so I'm I'm going to cheat a tiny bit today. Oh, all right. Um, I'm going to cheat a tiny bit because I've actually got two things to talk about that are related. All right. Ooh. So let me bring up Trillo because I want to get everybody's names correct and whatnot. Okay, so. Um, we were contacted by Andrea Popovich um, mm-hmm. from Print and Play Games, and he wanted us to take a look at Dumb Squad. Love the name. Which appropriate? For I us. saw it. I saw the name and mm-hmm. went, "Yeah, one hundred. That is <laughs> that is a bit of us." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, either either it's a game that we're going to be really interested in, or he is literally describing us. Or, he, or he's built us as a system. Um, yeah, basically, he's done what we've just done and just kind of gone. There <laughs> you go. So, Dumb Squad is a one-page tabletop role-playing game. Um, it's like one of the pamphlet games that, again, there's you know there's, they're getting quite a lot of traction mm. as of late. And essentially, you've got flawed experts. They are these aliens, essentially, and they are trying to stop an imminent danger. Might be a, a bomb going off, um, a sentient toilet seat from taking all <laughs> taking over all the toilet paper in the world. Oh, I um, love that. But something like that, and they have ten minutes in which to do it. So part of the game is you put a start, you put a timer on. You've got ten minutes. I like right. that. So I got in touch with with Print and Play Games, and they were really kind enough to send us a review copy. Oh, nice. All right. It is absolutely fantastic. Um, I can't, don't want to share my screen because it will boot you out of yeah. thing. But maybe I can quickly. No, I don't think I, I don't think I've got any scene set up on OBS. Um, but it is on Drive Through RPG. So if you were to go to um, Drive Through RPG and search for Dumb Squad, you'd get a, well, a preview and you'd get images of what this pamphlet looks like. It is really cool, really crisp, really clear and concise. Um, so you are a team of like these flawed aliens called Eggers. All right. Uh, um, so you are experts who more or less know what you're doing when it comes to preventing nuclear core meltdowns. More, um, more or less know what we're doing. More or less know what you're doing. <laughs> um, 
So it all it's all based on one d ten. You roll one d ten for everything. So when you start, you roll one d ten. One, two, three. You become a blue egger, who's more sort of small, nimble. Um, four to six, you're the yellow egger, who are slow, big, and strong. Mm-hmm. Or the seven to nine, you've got the bro droid, who mm-hmm. are indifferent and cold, but they've got base computers now. Each of these have pluses and minuses to um, the different skills which you can roll, which I'll talk about in a minute. All right. Then you roll another D10 and that will give you a um, your flawed expertise. Mm. So just to one like there's one that's poor eyesight. There's another one that's you're a polyglot. You're a polyglot, but you've got a slow you've. You speak really slowly, which I fucking love. Um, then there's like stupid but charismatic and resourceful. <laughs> so you roll, and and whatever you roll is is the character you're portraying. All right. So then the dumber, which is their name for the GM, um, has to roll three d ten or one d ten three times to select exactly what's going on. So there is um, 10 people that you get a call from. There are 10, like, devastating things that are going to happen. And, you know, and then there are 10 sort of consequences to what happens if that goes off. Yeah. And um, so the dumber is the GM. Um, I'm going to move on to the skills. Skills you've got blabbering, strength, nimbleness, and technomancy. Okay. All right. So blabbering, obviously, and they when in blabbering, the first line of it is the the ability to rapidly open and close your mouth cavity, which I fucking love. I just love the tongue in cheek nature of it. That's so good. And then, obviously, strength, nimbleness, we kind of um, know, but the description for nimbleness is the opposite of clumsy, <laughs> which I like. And obviously, there's more flavor. I'm just I'm just giving you the basic thing is. Oh, that's amazing. But one mechanic I fucking love about this. So remember when mm. I said you've got 10 minutes to yeah. prevent the end of the world, et cetera, et cetera, right? You can actually go to the dumb shop and buy items which will help you further your goal. Mm. However, each of those items costs you time. Oh. So you've got 10 minutes. You've got 10 minutes on the clock. But if you were to buy a telepathic com, for example, which would stop the game time for a single brief planning conversation amongst players, it's going to cost you two minutes. Wow. So then you've only got eight minutes left. Eight minutes, that, yeah. That is a fucking mechanic. Mm. You know, that I really like, you know, because your main currency in this it's game time. is time. Yeah. You know, you, you, have, you, you are racing quite literally against the clock it's, because when yeah. the game starts, the dumber goes 10 minutes from now. And you've yeah. got 10 minutes to resolve this this issue and yeah i just love the fact that you can buy things that will make your life easier but at the same time 
it's going to limit the amount of time you've got. I think that is a fucking sweet mechanic. I think as well, what's really cool with it, because it's like there's no prep time or anything like that, right? You you roll everything there and then to yes. like to play. Um, it can be great for like those, you know, like those times where you're you're getting ready to start a session, but somebody's running late or somebody's had to run to the shop to get a snack or or whatever, right? You can just quickly whip this out, roll some D10s, guys. 10 minutes on the clock. Let's go. That's yeah, so cool. I mean, I mean, one thing I've always kind of wanted to do, and I've never really got round to it, is a lot of tables, they will play a pregame. Hmm. To sort of get people in the mood, to get people sort of like, if you're going to jump into a D&D session or whatnot, some people play like a couple a lot of rounds of, brain power. of like certain card games, stuff to kind of like um, kickstart the imagination and kickstart the creativity. Yeah. I think this would be fucking ideal for that. I think it would, yeah. No, absolutely. You know, um, you get, sit around a table and just kind of go, all right, let's, 10 minutes let's you've got 10 minutes yeah. to figure this out and let's get the those creative juices kind of flowing let's you know and let's get this game underway uh, no, but yeah i think it is i think it is gorgeous and i do love the the one or well the front and back page kind of kind of style of it because mm. it it just the simple it's one of these systems that is deceptively straightforward, but you could get a lot of fucking mileage out of it. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing. I, I often find simplicity leads to greater variation, right? Because, I mean, we, we, we talked about it a little bit last week, um, you know, by, by trying to codify everything, you severely limit the possibilities. Yeah. And if you don't, then it kind of becomes very open and you have that ability to just kind of go, Sure. <laughs> that I mean, sounds plausible. Like, let's, yeah, let's I, do it. You know, I like it. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, I've, I'm finding it, obviously, I play a lot of Pathfinder, but I am finding mm. it with that, especially now that we're doing more Blades in the Dark and more Delta Green and yeah. more sort of games that are more Very about open. a narrative and a conversation yeah. rather than what does my character sheet tell me I can do. Yeah. And it's just like the pacing of the game is massively different mm. you know even in pathfinder you might have a good role play session and then all of a sudden combat starts and everything goes everything into a bit becomes of a grind. Math yeah and D is exactly the same you know yeah, that's, yeah. i mean no, it is yeah they're kind of like the older style of games whereas you've got this new generation coming along now with things like this, you know, these yeah. indie developers coming along and, you know, print and play games. This is one mm. of of their, like, selection. They've got yeah, loads yeah. They, yeah, yeah. on all these, like, short pamphlet-style games. So you've, you just essentially pick your flavor. I mean, obviously, the Dumb Squad is, is like a tongue-in-cheek sort of let's just fuck it's about sort of thing. Perfect but for us. <laughs> for us, that is, you know... Yeah, that's it's perfect. <laughs> that's what, I mean, fuck's sake, that's what we've been doing since day one. <laughs> yeah, literally. We are Dumb Squad. You know, uh, but they've got <laughs> Holier, Brood Snatcher, Death Sands, Ghost in the Park, um, Anna Chris 3, 3 and the Drinks of Godly Power. No, no, just like going to their itch.io now. Mm. You know, 
Um, they they advertise small, fast, and fun tabletop role playing games. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think that's awesome. And having like the the clock on it as well, I love that because mm. it, it stops people kind of sitting there for like you know sitting there for ten minutes. I mean, we've all had it, right? You sit in there for 10 minutes, just going like, no, there's got to be a different way to approach this thing that we've been looking at for 20 minutes already. Like, yeah, just fucking exactly. do it. Um, and this, like putting a clock on it and saying like, no, you've got 10 minutes. Oh, well, like in, in game time? No, no, no. I'm starting a timer. You have this amount of time. When that's up, it's over. Like, that's so cool. Yeah, I mean, it. it is just really, really cool. Mm. Um, there was something I wanted to add on to that, but I've kind of kept, seemed to have lost... <laughs> the link for it. Uh, but if you wanted to talk about yours and then kind of yes. come back to me. So mine is a bit of a follow-up from something that we covered a while ago. Okay. Um, so several episodes ago, we covered a system called Sake. Yes, um, I recall it. Yes, because I was, I was a big fan because it covered a lot of like the economic side of, of, the, of gaming, right? You know, like mm. how to manage a... a kingdom or a town that you end up owning and all that sort of stuff which is always a really cool thing to me um and in the the latest thing that they sent us they actually spelt out what sake stands for um so it's sorcerers adventures kings and economics is what sake actually stands for um which is really cool Uh, (laughs) but what they've done is they have sent us the pdf for the module that they mentioned uh they would send us when it was ready so it's ready they sent it to us Mm. so we've we have said module and i tell you what it looks so cool Uh, (laughs) let me uh let me just pull it up on the screen here for everyone to see the artwork is fantastic um like it, it just top tier i absolutely love it um it's got world maps in here with you know that actually look like the kind of world map that you would have in real life it's like an actual map of this world um not like some weird scribble or something like that which i mean they're wrong they have their place but this is like it looks like the kind of map you see in a textbook for a like it's really cool um, but they've got like a short history of the, the city that this, this whole module takes place in. Um, and the module itself sounds really, really cool. So the module is called, um, crime districts of iron gate, which is a dungeon crawl in the form of a city district. So you're dungeon crawling through an area of a city rather than down a dungeon, which is kind of okay. cool. And an right. interesting take on that. So essentially what you do as you're going through the, the this crawl is you're clearing out the original gangs and you're, you're re- reclaiming uh, your ancestral forge villa, which has fallen into the hands of a gang and they're using it as their headquarters. So essentially mm. you're going, no, mine, piss off. And you're clearing them out as you go through to their HQ. All right. <clears throat> What's really cool with it and something that I really like is... A problem that we've both found with modules, and we've mentioned it loads of times on the show, is you run a module, you've run it. Now what? Yeah. All of the encounters in this are rolled at the table. 
Oh, so it's got some, it's got replay replayability. Uh, um, replayability. That's the word I was looking for. It, it also there are multiple ways of um, resolving every encounter. So it's not just a case of go in, hit, 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 get to the end, right? Um, which means that even if you do happen to roll the same encounter, this group might not solve it the same way the last group did. And yeah. all of that is actually accounted for going through this. And it's mm. just, it's so, so cool. Um, I'm, I don't want to go too much into what happens in the actual AP because I, I want to play it. <laughs> Are you saying that this is a crit list? It's absolutely a crit list. Is this on the crit list? It's, yeah, it's going on the crit list. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Um, I will be making some calls then. Yes, because All right. it's awesome. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you this. If the designer isn't able to run it, would you be happy to run it for us? Yes. Yeah? Yes, All absolutely. Right. I will I mean, hold you to that. And beautiful. We should. So I'm I'm gonna restrain from 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 taking a look at this. I'm just showing the artwork at the minute. Yeah, I mean it, it just, is gorgeous. I mean, looking at the artwork, that is absolutely phenomenal. And this obviously because you know, <laughs> I I kind of uh interact quite a bit with Rayna on on threads and you know, so I mean he's been doing like uh 3D animations of like boats and and stuff like that i mean a very talented individual you know i mean it it, honestly it looks stunning it flows really well um and like i said the the fact that there's so much replayability because there's no set path to go through this thing yeah it is it's very much actually like this ap is written the way we would build a campaign there's a start point and an end point and a whole bunch of stuff that can happen in the middle it's yeah. up to the players what happens. I love, um, I love that. And yeah, so I'm definitely, good. definitely excited for that. So we'll, yeah. um, let me contact Raina and yes. we will try arrange something and just see how we kind of go about that. Yeah. So, um, first of all, just want a quick shout out to the chat. Um, because we kind of got roped up. We haven't been um, interacting too much, to be honest. Um, So the last thing was was Couch saying that he's watched supernatural drama, so he's going to push himself to 200. Yes. Couch is no longer human. Couch is not a human person anymore. It's true. He has has ascended, like the mighty Saiyans of old. Listen to you. Um, actually, that brings me to the next point. Just a quick shout out to Eric from Crossing the Nerdverse, who's also in the chat. They, he posted something on threads earlier about Vegeta being one of the greatest characters in any anime. Oh. And it's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Sorry, one of. No, no. I, I added the one of. The, the, the yeah, greatest. The oh, greatest. Dude, I was watching Abridged again last night. I was watching a bridge. Vegeta, no. Vegeta, so yes. <laughs> Do you really believe your own hype? I am the hype. <laughs> I love Vegeta. It's, He's my the boy. My favorite, favorite line is when Cell goes, Oh, you, I bet you think you're pretty cute. And he goes, Bitch, I'm adorable. I'm adorable. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah Vegeta's not boy. Yeah, definitely. We're we're boy. big Vegeta. We're big Vegeta fans over here. Yeah, he's definitely the hero of that show. And oh yeah, Goku's just a mass murderer. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, anyway, that's a that's for another show entirely. That's a yeah, that's a different conversation. <laughs> But kind of going back to what I was saying, so I messaged Andrea um, regarding the Dumb Squad today, just to, just to kind of say, look, just to let you know, um, we're going to be talking about this on the show today. Do you have a review copy, which he sent me and all this? But he actually got me onto something which is fucking phenomenal. All right. He is part of a group in his hometown of tabletop roleplay and miniature enthusiasts and designers. And he actually put me onto it. It's called one of my favorite names, Galactic Omnivore. Ooh. Yeah, I know, right? So if you check out galacticomnivore.com, it'll tell you more about this this sort of community that they've got. And he just sounds amazing. Um, so it's uh, Galactic Omnivore, or Geo for short, is an egalitarian game development community by game developers for game developers. We are predominantly an English-speaking transparent community where everyone is treated equally. Our aim is to our aim is to have a high impact on the game development culture by creating humanitarian work conditions for our members and seeking efficient solutions for contemporary game development opportunities. That's so cool. That is fucking cool. And he did offer the him himself and maybe some other people of this community to kind of come on the show and talk to us one day. Yeah, no, that'd be cool. That'd uh, be really cool. So yeah. yeah, we are definitely gonna get something set up. So yeah, definitely, big definitely. shout out to Galactic Omnivore. Hey, props on the fucking name. We love it. And, I love but, the, you know, the, the the splash on the homepage as well is sick. It's oh, so cool. yes it is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean that is some that is some badass artwork. It is. It really is. Honestly, doing this show has taught me one thing. There are some super talented people out there. And then there's us. And then then there's us talking (laughs) about how talented they are. And like, somehow that's a thing. Like, literally, like, we see here go, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, but we do. We must do, dude. We must do it in a way that people enjoy. So true, 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 true. I'm gonna knock that. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna kind of, you know, count my fucking blessings and just kind of go. As long as people are wanting to hit two idiots yeah. waffle on, waffleites, waffleites. Do you think that would work? No. Makes it sound like a cult. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm going for. <laughs> oh my god that's kind of what I'm aiming for you know I want cult status you know I want people to kind of go ah we should have seen the signs oh they my were, god they, they were focused on a on a comet for far too long 
But yeah, so it was, you know, that was a really nice surprise and a really, really mm. cool phone call to have. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. That sounds awesome. Um, so yeah, check them out, galacticomnivore.com. As for Dumb Squad um, from Print and Play, you can find it on DriveThruRPG for $3.23. Not bad. It's not bad. So 32 times more what we rate ourselves. Yes. That was some quick paths. There you go. That's my, that's that intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> that's my Delta Green intelligence. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> All right, um, should we should we check out think, the lounge and yeah, see what I, they've I, got I, for us today? I, th- I think we should. I think we should. All right. So today, I do believe I am rolling a D six. Yeah, three options. Um. Ah, shit, I moved my phone, so... That's fine, I happen to have a D6 next to me on the floor somewhere. I I'm saw it a D6. minute ago. Aha, I'm on a D6, gone. I just, um... I just lost the... I, I, I can get it back. The will to live? <laughs> Dude, I lost that a while back. I know, hey, I've got D6 for you. Yeah, alright, then you roll so, your D6. So it's a little blue button. Try, not, right, to, try so... not to fuck it up and get a one. <laughs> I didn't get a one. You got a two? I did. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, ooh, couch and chat has put, we are the wafflets. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. I think that's a winner. I think think that that might be. Do you know what we should do? I have a better better idea. We come up with three or four options and we put it out to social media. Let them decide. I don't think I don't think we're going to beat Wafflets though. I don't think we are, but we can put that on the list. We'll put that on the list. We'll put Wafflets on the list. Yeah, Wafflers. along with Wafflers, Wafflites, and the Waffle Stack. The Waffle Stack. Yeah. Uh, right. Anyway. All right. All right. So yeah, back back to back to the topic. <laughs> back, back to the lounge. Well, we don't know what the topic is. It's, okay. So it's, you said it was a two, so that would be. The main man himself. The main man himself, indeed. The 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 saying of of our show. Uh, no, that's me. He's the piccolo, if anything. Ooh, I think you two are gonna have to fight that out. To be honest, bring it. <laughs> okay, so what's your favorite tool to bring to a game? For example, props, puzzles, etc. Thing for this. Wait right here. <laughs> I'll be right back. You talk. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so while Justin goes off to find his flashlight, because it's definitely going to be a flashlight. It's not. A vibrating ring of some description, I'm guessing. You know, he does like to entertain himself while he's GMing. Props. Props. Fair I enough. I love props and little minis and stuff like that. Um, they're really fun to make as well. Um, and especially, like, if you're doing uh, some of the... Like, if I'm doing, like, handouts or whatever, and I want to make them look like, you know, old paper or whatever, it's really fun to get, like, my little one involved and she gets to, like throw shit all over paper and stuff like that. So it's like nice for me and her to like sit at the table and just like do art together. 
Um, yeah. So yeah, so I build stuff and bring those to the games. So yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> just a, just a quick point to chat. Um, Eric has put legit wafflers. <laughs> I love it. I'm liking it. I'm yeah. liking that one. All right. So, all right. So you like props. Mm. Um, I think for me, it has to be sound. I think. Mm. Um, I think this is a, a side effect of playing online so much. Yeah. That obviously on Foundry, you've just got these playlists where you just hit play and things happen. And mm. But going back to playing at the table, I kind of realized there's something kind of missing. Yeah. You know, so like in Delta Green, I've tried to, okay, let's start. Let's bring in some some sound. Let's bring in some. Um, even just if, even if it's sort of atmosphere, because it yeah. really helps set a tone. It, it definitely um, does. You know, especially if you're doing Delta Green, you've kind of got the, the sort of discordant, sort of creepy music in the background. Yeah, you bastard. <laughs> it works really it well. It does, man. It does. And honestly, like it, it's one of the things from your games that I do really enjoy is your your use of sound. Um, it really does add to the whole experience because you you've thought about it, you you plan it out as part of the whole encounter. It's not something that you're just doing on the fly or anything like that. Hmm. Um, and I think that is an important thing when it comes to sound. Is a lot of people almost don't consider the sound that they're putting alongside whatever they're doing. Um, like they'll they'll put on like a backing track and just let that play. They won't tailor it to whatever's happening in the scene or or anything like that. And it really feels like that's something that you do, whether you, you do or not, I don't know. But that's how it feels as a player in one of your games, that the, the sound's always been tailored to the situation. I think I've always found like having having like that backing sort of um uh underlying sort of sound, it does help with the silences as well. Yeah, because even if you know I'm not exposing anything, you guys aren't actively talking. It stops the immersion breaking. Yeah, because yeah. what I like, because the way I like to use sound is I like to have it on a very low mm. volume, so it's not going to disrupt. It's not going to take precedence. But the moment you stop talking, you kind of go, "Oh, I'm I'm still hearing this. I'm still." You know, there is still an atmosphere and you just kind of keep it going. And it works wonders for, for horror. Mm, no, absolutely. You know? And I think it's, it, you know, the, like you were just saying there, having it kind of just there for when when the conversation does die out, like when we're all taking a moment to kind of think about the next step or, you know, whether we, we're going to go look at the cupboard or the you know, the room over there or whatever, when we're trying to figure out what that next step is, that tension's still building because we've still got like, you know, that, that little piano build or that there's yeah. still that something there that's kind of making us go, need to make a decision. And it's, yeah. it's, it's really, really good. Yeah. So sound is definitely, definitely one, obviously handouts. I like, mm. um, I don't necessarily put a lot into the handouts then print them, cut them. <laughs> and, and there you go. Only because I know these are things that are just going to get discarded at the end. Um, however, when we do start impossible landscapes, there are a lot mm. of handouts. There are two PDFs worth of handouts. 
So, nice. and they're all different types. Some are pictures, some are notes, some are mm. like scrap pieces of paper. So, obviously, there's going to be a lot more to do. Whereas now we're kind of going through the um, words, John. Uh, we are going through the like the individual operations. So, yeah. you know, the handouts aren't necessarily meant for permanence, except for one that I've given you. Um, so, um, in the first game, when we played the yeah. intro scenario, you guys found a um, a recording. Yes. All right, and it was a recording that said a bunch of stuff. Um, so basically, yes. what you've got now is a handout, and it is a transcript of that. Oh, okay, cool. All right, so that is on the board, which is good to know. Currently. T- which is currently taking your place. Yes. No, no. And it probably rolls better than me. So, you know, there's that. I'm uh, not going to lie. <laughs> you know, it got higher than a three, so... Awkward. Just going to see myself <laughs> out. <laughs> um, so, Couch was insulted by you calling him Piccolo. That sounds like a him problem. <laughs> so he's gonna he's gonna so try and fucking break you now. Uh he just he just did. He just insulted me massively. <laughs> I've just seen it as well. Um uh, when you finally get back to a game, I'm just gonna play Yamsha music at your character's turn. <laughs> and that's gonna be the sound bite. So check out for that. So check out for that clip on TikTok, on Instagram, (laughs) and on YouTube Shorts. Uh huh. I've done so well this episode. (laughs) You did. You did really well, and I was I was actually struggling to to kind of (laughs) to kind of find a short to kind of that would actually kind of work. (laughs) But lo and behold. Last minute, he got me it. again. Got Last me again. I got you again. So, can you th- can you think of like any more props? For, mm. Maybe not. Maybe not something that you do have, but maybe something that you would like to have. Uh, I don't know. I've kind of built my dream setup over there with like the raised TV and stuff. Um, so I've I've got. I've got a lot of stuff that I've already kind of built. So anything now would just be like specifics for a situation or whatever. Um, one thing I am wanting to build, cause I think it'll be really fun is um, with the same, same kind of stuff I've done to build like this out. Right. Um, I want to build some of the puzzle rooms that I'm using. Okay. As, a- as actual like mechanical rooms. So using like um, magnets to complete a circuit or, or something like that. So if they put the the statue back where it's meant to go, it completes a circuit, which does something and like actually building the mechanical puzzle room itself so that it's not just a prop for prop sake. It's actually a functional version of the puzzle that they're trying to solve. Because mm. um, I think that would just be another like kind of cool element to have, right? Because yeah. um, it, it means that they're not just that they can get hands on with the puzzle rather than just trying to conceptually yeah. picture it. 
Um, cause yeah. I think some puzzles you do need that hands-on <laughs> feeling the puzzle, moving stuff around and, mm. you know, feel it, like seeing the, I put it there and then the gears grind and click and then something actually pops open on, on the, the like prop that's in front of you. It would be quite a cool thing. So yeah, that's something I'm, I want to build. Um, but it's a little bit beyond my skill level at the moment. Uh, I mean, just kind of, we, we have mentioned it a couple of times today. Um, one of the things I wanted to do um, for Delta Green was have an actual evidence board. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, just because, you know, I was kind of going, right, I want to lean into table gaming. I want to move away. Yeah, that sort of thing. <laughs> And it is going to, that is what, how it's going to manifest. I mean, um, I, I know I've got my laptop with me, but I am liking the fact that I'm, I've got a book and I'm yeah. reading from a book and we're doing things a lot more old school. You guys have got yeah. physical character sheets and yeah, a lot of it was, you know, cause I was looking at different, um, solutions for the evidence mm. board, whether it would be using Miro or, or even a VTT. <laughs> And I went, you know what? Let me let's buy a cork board. Buy a cork board, yeah. And it just so happened that that Chris had one. And he's like, mm. yeah, you know, I've got one. We'll just use that. Uh, so that is going to be your evidence board, and that is where yeah, yeah. your evidence is going to go. And we've got pins. We eventually, I'm going to get some twine, and you guys can actually refer oh, actually. to it whenever you, whenever you need it. Yeah. Yeah, so that, is, so that cool. is essentially a prop, and mm. yeah, I I fucking love it. I think yeah. it I think it just adds another level of I won't say realism, but a level of immersion. Immersion, that, yeah, 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 yeah. No, absolutely. Because again, I, I think it's it's similar to like what I was saying with the puzzles, right? It's letting you get hands on with the evidence in this yeah. investigation that you're you're having, um, which is really cool. Um, and just something that popped into my head there while while you were talking, because it's something that I would never have a use for, really. Um, but like a lot of the like, it's something from one of the streamed like games, which is like uh, the the box of doom that Brennan has for his games. So when there's a really critical role, he brings out this like special dice tray that they roll into. And it just it yeah. builds so much tension because it's now all eyes are on the roll. It's in the middle of the table. There's you know there's a camera on it. There's like it adds the pressure and like it wouldn't really work for a home game because it would just be like say okay roll it in the open essentially is what you're doing. Yeah. But for 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 that kind of game it, it adds a whole new thing to it because it it puts so, like a new level on that roll which I think is really cool. Uh, so that's I mean, a cool prop. But it wouldn't wouldn't really that work isn't for a me. Bad idea. Something like that maybe. Maybe something for stabilization. You know, when you kind of roll yeah. in to stabilize, or yeah, yeah, like in D D, like you've de- got de- your death, death saves. saves. You know, maybe like a dice tower shaped like a casket. See, I, I've always kind of, that. Uh, I mean, I could model that. I've got three printers. I could do that. I, I've always That's liked to do cool. death saves behind the curtain, though, because I. I think it takes away some meta decisions that just creep in inherently because if you know that they've succeeded in one save and they've got three saves before they're dead, you might not prioritize rushing through to get them up. But if you know they've like failed to, then you're going to rush through to get them up. Uh, 
Um, so it can influence decisions. So I like to keep it behind the curtain so you don't know. Because realistically, in the middle of battle, you're not going to be able to look over and really assess whether they're about to die, already dead, or they're fine until you get to them. Um, so I, I, I like to keep that hidden, those roles, for that reason. Yeah, I mean, I do agree there, but, you know, I'm just thinking of cool props, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I do love a good dice tower. Um, yeah, I, I, mean, I had I mean, one, but it, it melted. <laughs> I left never, it in the sun. <laughs> was that the one that was attached to your... How? Yeah, how? How? What did you um, make it out of? It it was resin, but I, I don't think I'd cured the resin properly, and it was before I had my filament printer. So it was a design that was designed to be done with a filament printer. Um, so I think the resin in the center couldn't cure. Mm. Um, and it was before I really knew how to print properly as well. So I'd made a lot of like rookie mistakes and stuff like that. Um, so it, it, yeah, it didn't, didn't go well and it kind of melted and there's resin all over my windowsill over there. It's great. I mean, couch in the chat as part, he would really love a HUD system like a video game, sort of VTT, mm. but more like an RPG or MMORPG team screen. That could be quite cool. It could be. I mean, it could be because because there are apps out there which use uh, augmented mm. reality. You know, because we've we've covered a couple of them. Yeah. Um, um, so potentially that could work. But again, I'm kind of leaning more and more towards taking technology away um, as opposed to to kind of bringing it back. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Eric says, Solasta. That's not the one we looked at. I can't remember the name of the one we looked at. Yeah, I can't remember and what we looked at either. It was a while ago and we, we, we weren't I, sold. I wasn't very complimentary. Yeah. <laughs> Neither of us were, which is why I think we've forgotten what it was called. <laughs> yeah, um, but so I'll have to check out that Solasta, to be mm. fair. Mm. Um, I'm just trying to think of another prop. Yeah, um, I mean... How, this is one that, that I can't claim to... For, I can't claim this idea, but this is one <laughs> that, that I read ages ago about putting a dead, char- dead, dead character's sheet into a confetti cannon. I I would I would so that is something that I would definitely do. Or just okay. have like a have a shredder next to you, and like <laughs> on on the, on that final death save when he fails, you just take the and have your sheet and just. No, you, yeah, you basically, you have a shredder <laughs> and you have it under like a clothesline. Yeah. yeah. On a piece of string and every failed death have, save. Yeah, you, you just, have three three pegs on it and just undo a peg. A bit closer. Yeah. A bit closer. A bit closer. And whoops. Yeah, I like it. That's it. We are bringing shredders. Gonna go, just going to go build build something real quick. I'm just going to go onto Amazon and see how much <laughs> a shredder is. I think you can get them in, pretty cheap now. Oh, yeah. They're giving them away. Yeah. You know, even if even if you kind of went to like a <laughs> tell everyone to bring a backup character ready for the next meetup. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I kind of do that anyway. It's like your character's <laughs> going to die. 
Like even even in Pathfinder on uh, yesterday, they were talking about buying. The, they did a bit of a shopping thing. Oh, we're going to buy this. We're going to buy that. And I'm going, ain't going to matter. <laughs> <laughs> wasting your money. <laughs> You're wasting your money. You can't take it with you. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I think I think actually, like that's that's something else that I've seen that's pretty cool is um like like potion bottles with the dice for the different potion types in them so that yes. when you drink a potion you just uncork it and pour the dice out and that's your healing um yeah i mean those, those, those are those, quite cool those are quite cute um it is yeah. a little you know a little touch that that yeah. people have and yeah, yeah I'd, i do i do like those um mm. yeah i'm just trying to think i'm just trying to think of weird and wonderful things uh, yeah. I mean, not necessarily to make this game, not to, not necessarily a that's quality just, of life uh, improvement. Yeah, just, just just things that are nice to have. You know, I think a good GM screen, um, mm. which I'm now kind of looking at because the one I've got is getting to end of life. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking about possibly updating my GM screen. Well, I built mine. Um... It was fun. I did contemplate building my own. It's a lot um, of fun, man. Because you get everything you want. I'm 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 too busy building a podcast to be fair. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> yeah, true. That's true. where a lot of my time is going now. I'm trying to build a brand. <laughs> we have a brand. It's too many of us. Um yeah. Um so guys, just check out some new merch that we've got. Mm. It's all in our merch store. Feel free. It looks so but good. Anyway, I think, um, yeah, I think that I think we pretty much answered. I think that, that about sums it up. Yeah, I think that about sums it all up. And I think that pretty much sums up the episode for today, don't you? I think so. Yeah. Um. So you know, you want to thank Andrea and Raina for sending in their submissions for the notice board. Yes. Um, check out Sake. Check out Dumb Squad and the rest of Print and Play. Um print and play offerings as well as galactic omnivore there's so much cool shit going on yeah this is the golden it what a time to it's, be alive yeah. what a time to it be really a fan of this hobby there's so much going on man mm. um also thank you to couch and the rest of our collaborators who send in send us in these topics for the lounge week in week out uh without you you, you know the show would be shorter it would It'd be a lot shorter <laughs> <laughs> also thanks to everyone who popped by the chat to say hello today we don't know it means a lot to us means the world to us we love you guys mm. um and thank you to you justin for spending some oh, time shucks. with me today you want to tell people whereabouts they can find you on tinter webs of course uh so i'm most places at just an accurate tv uh and also on the facebook group and in the discord as well Okay, as for me, you can find me personally at natural one at dice.camp. I don't know why I said that because you can pretty much also find me personally behind our social media accounts. Uh, too legit to create on threads primarily, but also on Blue Sky, on uh, Instagram, as well as our Facebook group in our Discord. You know, you're going to pretty much be talking to me. So if anything bad is said, it's not just him, it's me. That's it. I mean, just but. John's a wanker, and 
it's absolutely fine but yeah we we do get involved we get involved with the community we love we love this world of tataripagas and you know it's the community that embraced us and we love it so if you like what you hear and see and you like what we talk about and you want us to do more of it let's you know let's grow and help us do that and you can do that by subscribing by telling your friends Mm. by interacting with us that's how we're going to grow that's how we're going to be able to reach more people and build this community which is just been so great to us and most importantly of all thank you to every one of you who spent valuable time out of their day listening to two idiots waffle on about tabletop role-playing games. Thank you very much. Good night.